0: You can't drive into Bryce and Zion National Park. A shuttle bus service takes you from the entry to the park and visitor center on up to the trails and scenic overlooks. Most of the buses have bike racks on the front. We were in luck. In both parks, we placed our bikes on the bus and rode to the top enjoying the commentary of the driver. We then biked and hiked our way downhill. We would take in each viewpoint, hike perhaps an hour or so, and then climb on our bikes and ride in silence down the road in between the buses that would run every five or ten minutes. It was the best. The parks are national treasures. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. But I can't talk about national parks. They were nice, beautiful, and inspiring especially Bryce, but I want to talk about something that moved me more than anything we have seen on our trip, the Mountain Meadow Massacre historical landmark. It lies beside Highway 18 in southern Utah. It's about 30 miles north of St. George. We stayed at the monument for about an hour. We were the only visitors. Since our visit, we have told other people about it. They've all said, what is that? I don't think I ever heard of it. That's part of what makes it so sad. Few people have even heard of the place. Brenda and I have been reading John Krakauer's book, Under the Banner of Heaven, a story of violent faith in preparation for our trip. It deals with the part of country we are traveling through in a story form. He tells a great story, and we found the book gripping, and part of his book deals with this tragic event. The Mountain Meadow Massacre happened in 1857 and involved the Mormons, a few Paiute Indians, and a wagon train of Gentiles. Mormons refer to all non-Mormons as Gentiles. These Gentiles were from Arkansas. The wagon train was headed to California and had camped in this beautiful meadow to renew itself for the long trek across the great basin to the west. Their cattle and horses were grazing on real grass and the water containers were being topped off. It was a quiet, beautiful morning when the first shots rang out. The Mormons were at odds with the US government pretty much since their creation. A major sticking point was the practice of plural marriages. Wherever they went, other folks that lived in the area refused to accept the idea of polygamy. They had been driven from Missouri and from Illinois. They headed west. And settled in the great salt lake area here they would be outside the boundaries of the usa then the u.s bought the entire area from mexico thus the mormon u.s conflict resumed argument and distrust was the general positions between the two brigham young was the leader or prophet of the mormons during this period as several U.S. presidents rotated through office. The Fancher Party, the Arkansas wagon train, was from the U.S. and not welcomed in Utah. The Mormons decided to eliminate the entire train. They recruited a few local Paiute Indians to help them, and then encircled the wagon train under the cover of darkness. The Mormons also colored their faces and hands and dressed like Indians. The Fancher party was not easily destroyed. They fired back. On the sixth day of the siege, the Mormons sent two men under a white flag into the wagon train encampment. They promised him safe passage out of the meadow if the men would just lay down their guns. A personal escort, From the Mormon militia, would lead each of the men out of the valley. The women and children would remain in the wagons and follow. The deal was accepted. Each unarmed man was led away single file down the valley by a single Mormon guard. When all the men were out of the camp, a single shot was fired by the Mormon leader. All guards, fired a single shot into the head of the person they were escorting. They then moved to the wagons and killed all women and any child that was over seven years of age. All told, a hundred and twenty were killed. The word massacre is fitting. The Mormons denied any involvement in the attack. They tried to blame it on the Indians. After years of federal investigation and Mormon denial. It was eventually agreed to pin responsibility on one Mormon leader of the assault, John D. Lee. He was a polygamist and living in the Arizona Strip. He was hauled back, tried, and convicted in a predetermined trial, and then publicly executed. Get this, he was taken to the site and positioned sitting on the edge of his coffin. He faced a firing squad and asked that they not shoot him to disfiguring. He was shot dead and fell back into the coffin. He was buried on the spot. Justice was served, so they said. The cover-up remained intact. History furnishes us with our only guide into suing the real world results of our actions. This place was finally recognized as a national historic landmark in 2011. It has been noticeably absent in our history books and in our national memory. Here are two recordings I made on site. They only take a few minutes. The lonely wind blowing across the mic must be excused. This is retirement talk. And here's what it says on a little smaller plaque that's here. They traveled through the lonely plains, through danger, hunger, sickness, and rain. But they kept going to follow their dream. California would be worth this test, it would seem. The travel was long and the way was steep. But when they reached Utah, they'd replenished their keep. In Utah, they found no kindness or food, no help on their journey to lighten their mood. They rested, then traveled to their last stop, where the mountain meadows valley with beauty so rare. This valley had water and grass for them all. The children were playing the wild birds would call. But evil was lurking in dark shadows there, with plans laid so carefully that none would spare. Our families would never make California their home. Mountain Meadows was the last place on earth they would roam. Whether for greed or for hate, the results were the same. Innocent blood was shed in God's holy name. I wonder still yet why this horror came call. But one day we'll know the truth of it all. We'll never forget. We'll never let go. Our loved ones that died here so long ago. Then in script at the bottom it says, Patty Norris, great great-granddaughter of Captain Alexander Fancher, who with his wife and seven of their children died in the Mountain Meadow Massacre of 1857. Well, I'm glad I came here. I'd rather see this than Zion National Park. Sad, sad.